You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, a look at some early free agent signings. Last week, I examined the free agent class from the top hitters and pitchers to some of the deeper value plays. Check out episodes 132 to 135 for a preview of the most fantasy relevant free agents. One of the pitchers mentioned in there was Robbie Ray, left handed starter who has since been re signed by the Toronto Blue Jays to a one year, $8 million deal. Ray was acquired from the Arizona Diamondbacks at the trade deadline. He's a 29-year-old who had an outstanding season in 2017 when he won 15 games, had a 2.89 ERA, 1.15 whip, and 12.1 strikeouts per nine. That strikeout rate has remained relatively consistent, with 12 strikeouts per nine over the past three seasons. But the rest of Ray's numbers got progressively worse. Most notably, in 2020, he had walked 7.8 batters per nine innings. That's 45 walks in 51 and two-thirds innings pitch, a number that is obviously not close to good enough to maintain a regular spot in a major league rotation. Ray's control has gotten worse. In his first four major league campaigns, he walked fewer than four batters per nine innings. The past three seasons, it's 5.1 per nine, 4.3 per nine, and the 7.8 per nine. So something needs to get sorted out there. And while all this is true, there's still some value behind this deal. For one, $8 million is not a lot for a veteran starter provided he manages to hold his spot in the rotation. And as long as Ray's walk numbers come back to reality, not some, it doesn't have to be good, just something around four per nine innings, then he could remain a rotation regular. Another reason to hold out some hope is that Ray hasn't necessarily lost his stuff. He still has velocity. It's up, his average fastball, according to Fangraphs, was 93.7 miles per hour. Uh, but he just wasn't near the zone enough in 2020. All of this matters a little bit to fantasy owners, because when Ray actually starts, he is bordering on fantasy relevance because of his strong strikeout numbers. The Blue Jays need him, and Ray needs a a make-good season in 2021. There are a few more veterans that have re-signed with their teams. The Mariners re-signed right-handed pitcher Kendall Graveman to a one-year $1.25 million deal. Graveman has a benign bone tumor in his spine, and returned to the mound in 2020 after rehabbing from Tommy John surgery. He had a 5.79 ERA and 1.23 whip in 18 and two-thirds innings for the Mariners. Looks like he's probably a sixth or seventh starter for Seattle, but this is a reasonable value signing, especially in the hopes that Graveman might be able to recapture his pre-Tommy John surgery form uh, from when he was with Oakland. The Nationals also re-signed Josh Harrison to a one-year $1 million deal. After a horrific 2019 season in Detroit, when Harrison hit 175 with a 480 OPS in 36 games, the veteran utility man rebounded with a solid short season in 2020, hitting 278 with a 769 OPS in just 91 plate appearances. Obviously, that's a super small sample uh, for the 33-year-old, but Harrison played second, third, outfield, and DH, and that versatility for a million bucks seems like a pretty good deal. Coming up next, a few minor league deals for a team with new ownership as well as a few more odds and ends from around Major League Baseball. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 
They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites, peanut butter chocolate and salted caramel. But they're all low-fat, low-carb, high-protein, all in a convenient bar. I've been trying to shed quarantine pounds at a boot camp for the past couple of months, and I'm having a little bit of success. But I leaned right into it by making Built Bar part of my post-workout routine to give my muscles the protein boost they need. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to save 20% off your next order and enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So, the New York Mets finalized their deal with Steve Cohen to become the club's new owner. And the Mets promptly cleaned house, which included getting rid of GM Brody Van Wagenen. Uh, nevertheless, the Mets have signed a couple of players. Uh, early in the free agency period, uh, Jose Peraza. Signed a minor league deal with the Mets, leaving the Red Sox. Prazo wasn't really effective with the Red Sox in 2020, hitting 225 with a 617 OPS. That's not entirely unusual for his career. But 26-year-old has some positional versatility. And for fantasy owners, he's had three seasons with at least 20 stolen bases. Maybe he finds a utility role with the 2021 Mets. And if he does, and there's regular playing time, Prazo might have some fantasy relevance because of his stolen base ability. Also, Malik Smith signed a minor league deal with the Mets, leaving the Seattle Mariners. Smith is a premier base stealer who didn't hit in the 14 games that he played for the Mariners in 2020. He hit batting 133 with a 348 OPS and 47 plate appearances. Now, Smith had stolen 86 bases in the previous two seasons, so that makes him worth watching for fantasy owners. If he somehow finds his way into even an outfield rotation, that could be enough to make Smith fantasy relevant in 2021. A couple more tidbits. Let's start with the Cheaters getting rehired. The Boston Red Sox have rehired Alex Cora to be their manager, and Detroit Tigers have hired A.J. Hinch. As depressing as it might be, the two of the best managerial candidates this offseason were managers who were suspended for the 2020 season for their roles in a cheating scandal. Say nothing of the ghost of Tony La Russa. Uh, oh, hold on. That's, act- that's actually Tony La Russa. Okay, but in general, I don't have a massive problem uh, with Cora and Hinch getting jobs. They served their suspensions, and now we'll find out if they're any good at the job while playing straight up. Given the rosters in Boston and Detroit, they certainly aren't going to cruise by on talent in 2021. Dodgers third baseman Justin Turner is not going to face any discipline for his COVID violations following the Dodgers World Series win. The mush coming from Major League Baseball and the Dodgers, blaming it on miscommunication, is not exactly confidence-inspiring. These are grown men, both those running the game and those playing the game. And this response was not becoming the leadership of grown men. Finally, a little more optimistic side, Kyle Lewis of the Seattle Mariners was named American League Rookie of the Year. He was a fantasy sleeper coming into 2020 because he flashed some power late in 2019. But Lewis was better than advertised. He had 11 home runs, stole five bases, while hitting 262 with an 801 OPS. It was good enough to finish ahead of White Sox center fielder Luis Robert and Astros pitcher Christian Javier. Robert really slumped in the second half of the season. He would seem to be uh, a viable candidate to be Rookie of the Year, but he really slumped down the stretch. Uh, And Javier uh, was a a real nice surprise, kind of thrust into a prominent role once Justin Verlander 
uh, was injured in Houston. And uh, they both delivered strong seasons, but Lewis uh, jumped out of the gate quickly uh, for the Mariners and uh, was overall uh, well-deserved to be the American League Rookie of the Year. In the National League, relief pitcher Devin Williams of the Brewers won the award after putting up silly numbers in 2020. Uh, Williams rode his amazing changeup to a 0.33 ERA and a 0.63 whip. And sure, it was just 27 innings. But whomever wins the awards in 2020, it's going to be based on a small sample. So William, Williams was just ridiculously effective in that small sample. And the question for fantasy owners is how soon he can get into a closer's role. Because with Josh Hader in Milwaukee, Williams still looks like he's going to be a setup man, albeit a great one. Williams came in ahead of Phillies corner infielder Alec Baum and Padres infielder Jake Cronenworth, uh, both who had uh, strong rookie seasons in their own right. Uh, at the same time, Pirates third baseman Cabrian Hayes didn't play enough, just appearing in 24 games. But his Fangraphs war, 1.7, was higher than any of the National League uh, contenders uh, and was the same as uh, American League winner Kyle Lewis. Uh, and you could even look at uh, Dodgers starting pitcher Tony Gonsolin. Uh, his his Fangraphs war was 1.8. Uh, so there are some quality rookies to keep an eye on heading towards their sophomore seasons in 2021. That'll do it for today. I'll be back on Tuesday with more stats for the offseason prep and hopefully more player movement to analyze. Come on, bring me a Francisco Lindor trade. Find this podcast, subscribe, and rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Tell your smart device, play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Thank you.